Hello, and welcome to Liberate Your Soul, a podcast designed to quiet the inner imposter, awaken you to truths known within all of us, so that you can discover your purpose, heal heart wounds, and find where you fit in to feel whole and allow you to make positive, lasting impact on the world. I'm your host, Kelly Pierce, a certified business and personal coach. I help you find your authentic self in order to come from a confident decision-making place, an Akashic Records guide, Reiki master, and RTT therapist in the making. I'm a fellow seeker, and I've found that liberating the soul enables anyone to transition from anxiety to acceptance. It is my hope to provide you with inspiration and tools to help you feel confident, joyful, and loved. To learn more or to connect with me, go to www.quantumhighways.com. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Liberate Your Soul listeners. This is the Universal Law series, and it is the moment in the series where the rubber meets the road. The market is oversaturated these days with people talking about the law of attraction. And today I'm going to do my best to explain how this one works, building off of the other laws that we've explored so far. I'm going to talk about it on its own independently. I'm going to cite examples as usual, doing the research and talk about it and all of the beauty that it is. Just in this past week, I've had numerous instances where this universal law of attraction has come into play. Birds of a feather flock together is what I said to a gal who was like, oh, you're the second healer this week and probably the 12th that I've met with a gray cat. It's like, mm-hmm, birds of a feather. So then there was the time when we had people who chose our sofa who were married. They were both on their second marriage. The woman volunteered. The husband was born here in Florida. She moved across the country to be with him. She was just the sweetest thing. They had cats too, and we just hit it off with them so well. We were giving our sofa away, and they came to pick it up. And then there was another couple exactly like that who bought our dining set before we did our big move to this new house. And then there's our new neighbors who are all the most amazing people I could ever have asked to live near and how we always talk about how we all prayed for each other before we even moved in, that we would all be good people and kind and nice and, you know, diverse and loving And here we all are. It's wild how these things can repeat and come up over and over again when a vibration is put out there for the world to pull together like a magnet. We attract the things that we are. We attract the things that we love, that we appreciate, that we like. But that's what it is, isn't it? The law of attraction. It's when things that are like one another come together and attract. When things of similar nature seek themselves out, like the cliques in high school, the jocks, the band kids, the academics, and the troublemakers. Like attracts like, and it doesn't ever really change over time. 
Clothes and hairstyles might, but deep down, nothing really ever changes. Or does it? Let's look at that a minute. The concept of change and the intricacies of understanding it. We've been looking at these laws for the past five weeks now, and many of the things that we've learned have a sort of constant, but also a shifting of sorts. If you remember the law of vibration, that it can move through and willingness to change, the law of action, the law of cause and effect, or sowing and reaping, and the patterns that it can occur over time when sowing and reaping with intention. So let's say there's somebody who wasn't very popular or musically inclined in their school days who decides one day that they want to take those music lessons. They take action on something that they've longed to do, and they put in hours and hours of practice. Meeting up with people who are musically inclined, they start to form new relationships, connections, and enjoy that lifestyle. One day, a couple of years in, they meet somebody on a particularly good day, and it lands them a gig in an off-off Broadway production. That's fabulous. The day of the show, the understudy of another part comes on stage. They meet for the first time, and they fall in love. And one day, years later, their child grows up to become the greatest singer of all time. Could it happen? Maybe. The law of attraction states that we are always creating things, people, events based on the thoughts, feelings, and words and actions that we're thinking, feeling, speaking, and taking. It doesn't mean that we're stagnant at the point that we are, but rather when we decide that we want to be, do, or have something, we can shift our vibration into the state necessary to get, become, or attain the thing as required. Not that we will just vibe our way into the thing, but we work our way into it. It works both for the positive and the negative aspects of our lives. It is dynamic, ever-changing, just like life itself, ebbing and flowing with the things we allow into our consciousness by choice, by moving toward things we desire or away from things that we don't like. We're going to look at some additional examples, and I'm also going to need to introduce another law vital to the process because you almost can't have one without the other. The law that goes hand in hand with attraction from the standpoint of wanting something that you don't have, one that most people don't actually talk about, is the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. This law states that all persons have the power to change the conditions of their lives, that higher vibrations consume and transform lower vibrations, and applying these principles of the law of perpetual transmutation of energy, which is the ability to change the conditions of your life and that higher vibes transform lower ones, it will impact changes to what you see in your life, to what you attract. Things are always shifting and mostly guaranteed for the better if you allow the higher vibe things in. So in my fictional story, the person who wasn't a band nerd in school but wanted to be had that vibe, the thoughts about music, but not the opportunities when they were younger, but they took advantage of the transmutation of energy, making changes in their life when they had the resources and some urges to learn music, and they changed the condition of their life to learn how to create music. This led them 
on to live a life surrounded by music and their romantic partner and later on their child. They were able to transform their life into what they wanted because they attracted what they wanted, they took action, and they used their energy to go after it. So let's look at the law of attraction as a standalone. Have you ever bought a new car and suddenly you see scores of them on the road? Or been in a dry spell romantically, then suddenly start dating someone exclusively, and before you know it, you're asked out by several other people within days of becoming exclusive? Or how about even something as simple as wearing similar colors to your colleagues on the same day? You are all vibrating on the similar frequencies, attracting the same types of energy at the same time. Like attracts like. According to ProctorGallagherInstitute.com, the law of attraction focuses on using your thoughts and feelings to dictate what you attract into your life. Attraction is a force acting mutually between particles of matter, tending to draw them together and resisting their separation. Remember when we got all nerdy and sciencey about how the protons and neutrons were charged up in a negative charge, and that's how the solidified atoms and particulates would separate each other? Well, the law of attraction, according to that Proctor Gallagher Institute, says that it's gotten plenty of attention over the past 15 years because of the secret. But you can't apply this law without understanding the law of vibration because the two laws are intimately connected. Not just that other law that I've was telling you about, but also the law of vibration, because the law of vibration is the primary law and the law of attraction is the secondary law because vibration is what causes attraction. Remember, everything in the universe is vibrating. Your thoughts, which are vibrating at a particular frequency, lead to your feelings, and it is the combination of the two that dictate your body's vibration. And your feelings, which dictate your body's vibration, attract people and things to you that are a vibrational match. Like attracts like. While it is accurate to say that your thoughts become things, it is more precise to say that your vibration becomes things because ultimately it is your vibration that dictates what you are drawing into your life. The law of attraction works by the totality of the vibration we send out, not merely by what we say we want. So further, they go on to say about how to use vibration to manifest what you want. So understanding this law of vibration and the law of attraction, helping you to understand how to manifest the life that you want faster. Because since the law of vibration is looking to match up people, things, and experiences that match your vibration, when you feel grateful and maintain that feeling, you raise your vibration and you attract more to be thankful for. The law of attraction can bring to you only what you're matched up with. So if you feel anxious and you live with a lot of fear, frustration, and anger, your vibration is not a match with peace and joy. The laws are exact. You can't attract joy when you live in fear and anxiety. So the great news is that you can choose what vibration you want to live in by consciously choosing your thoughts. Most people don't choose their thoughts. They just allow whatever comes into their head to like just happen. And then sometimes they just let it pop out of their mouth and they get themselves in trouble. But they let their circumstances dictate what they think about. And as a result, they remain bound to those circumstances because they're on the same frequency of what is not what they want. 
So by deliberately choosing your vibration, you can use the law to match up with anything you want. So now, how can somebody really take advantage of the law of attraction and the law of vibration? Do you remember the episode on vibration when we first started the series? No? Okay. After you subscribe to this podcast, go ahead, hit the subscribe button now. I'll wait. Press it. Subscribe. Perfect. Okay. Now you can go back and scroll down to set up episode on Universal Law Series Vibration. And I'll put a link down in the show notes as well. But you can put that on your play next list so you can hear it and learn how to recognize vibration and raise your vibe and understand it. And understand too that even if you have a negative experience, it's not just going to completely plunder your entire life. But really aligning your vibe to that which you want is the trick to attracting through vibration. Vision boards can help a tremendous amount with this because it's the subconscious vibration, not just conscious. It's just setting you up for success. But similarly is arranging your home in such a way that the things you see are pleasing to the eye, not cluttered. They're very easy to find organized. And the words that you see reinforce the positive self-concept you need to construct in order to become the person who has the six or seven figure bank account, the sports car, the hot partner. I was recently looking around my office and I thought, gosh, I absolutely love it. And I love that I see just a few things that say be greater than average, confident woman, author, dream big, pray hard, think long. It's amazing. Who would you need to become in order to attract clients who respect your boundaries, who appreciate your talents, who enjoy your company? What type of friends would you surround yourself with? What type of food would you eat? Visualization is another great activity to raise your vibration and to imagine yourself in your highest um, form and your highest self and in the here and now. There's nothing preventing you from agency over what you feed your mind, over what you feed your body and your spirit with on a daily basis, except you and your own limitations being stuck in circumstance. So raising your vibration to match what you wish to attract is purely up to you. Something one of my girlfriends shared with me when we were in coaching school together is a different way to do vision boards. And I'd love to share with you how to do them the right way, quotation on the right, but that would imply that there's a wrong way. So this is a better way. It's using the principles of feng shui to lay them out and ensure that you're really careful about what you choose to represent the areas of home, creativity, family, wealth, all those different things. It can really be disastrous if you put somebody else in the center of your vision board because all of a sudden the focus isn't on you it's on them and you feel like you're living your life for other people it was really funny to notice the shift in my life when I made my vision board this way and how easily things started coming same with how I um, arrange my home in a 
pleasing manner using feng shui principles, it just kind of raises the vibe and allows energy to flow in a good and easy manner. Another way to align your vibration with what you want to attract is to look at where you are not being the things that you want and discover what you want to change, what you're willing to change, and why. Sometimes our why of what we want is deeply rooted in the subconscious and patterns have happened over time that we weren't even aware of. If you want to set aside some time to create a life vision and not just a board, go ahead and click on the show notes below and we can do a one hour consult together to see what that looks like together. Sometimes just getting clear and just knowing is helpful and having some outside perspective to see where you might be missing things and what you truly can do, like what's possible and where you might be limiting yourself is very helpful. Recently, I had an RTT session from a colleague to discover why I couldn't lose the stubborn 10 pounds, okay, it was 15, that I seem to have gained since being in a relationship. When I was single, I got down to my ideal weight, even a little too low, and it was effortless, like I didn't even have to try So during the RTT session, some core beliefs about outgrowing my partner, being too attractive so as to attract a mate outside of my relationship, and fears of losing my marriage surfaced. It was interesting. It was a self-sabotage, not out of what life would look like when I would not be able to have treats or sweets because I really don't care for those. Like I have really great willpower. Salad is literally my favorite food. I know that's an awful problem to have, right? But it was a fear of losing my partner instead. So not being aligned with love, my body decided to align itself with what it thought equaled love. And that means a little extra pillowness being a little too chonky to be what my husband found sexy in the first place and not catching the eye of strangers in the grocery store. Like working out six days a week, eating well, but my body, my mind, my subconscious mind processed calories like it was a famine. Like, hold on here, we got to keep her fat. My vibe was all about staying safe. And that's what the mind does. During this RTT session, I was able to release the story, get safe in my beliefs, allow myself to understand on a subconscious level that I am okay exactly the way I am at my ideal weight, that I can press past any discomfort emotionally, physically, and my cellular structure is aligned with self-love, self-care, acceptance, and beingness is the key to aligning with my being at my highest level. Letting go of a perfect ideal is another. Sitting in a vibration of fear, a fear of loss, a fear of lack, whatever that looks like, was keeping me from achieving a goal in the area of my ideal weight. So if we look at that law that we studied last week, the law of divine compensation, the more we align with love, the more the universe naturally lines up to provide us with a physical manifestation in the natural with what we need to meet our needs. Our blessings in abundance are met when we step out of fear and into love. 
So when I accept that my husband fell in love with my whole self the way I was when I was vibrating at a high level, loving life and loving myself unconditionally, and that nothing is going to change that, not even other men checking me out, I can release the extra pounds. I can let go of the story that fat keeps me safe. I can let go of feeling hungry, feeling the need to fill up because I'm afraid my personal growth or self-care causes a deficit in our relationship. Not every person has the same beliefs around weight, of course. We're formed by our experiences. One person may have a belief that being big keeps people away, keeps them safe from having a mate because they don't deserve one or keeps them safe from being desired because of sexual trauma, shame, or fear of being seen for who they are. It's just one real-life example of what came up for me when I started to look at what was off in my vibration and what I was doing to align with what I thought I wanted, how I was attracting situations that manifested ice cream and steaks and carb-loaded meals into my life. Another example of the law of attraction is when you make a decision to achieve a goal in your life. So let's say that you decide you're going to earn a certain amount of money or you have a big goal. The law of attraction says, oh, look at this determined soul doing all sorts of efforting to get money. Let's give her reasons to have to make money. You might blow out your tire, need a new hot water heater, or even get ill and have to go to the doctor. Or perhaps you manifest a home repair, a chronic condition, or short circuit some other cash flow you thought you could count on because you're going so hard at the other area. When your focus and flow and attention are so fully engaged on a thing, it's like the old saying, there's two sides to the coin and there's something unspoken, but subconsciously, you know, it's there and you have a fear of having to spend the money you're working so hard to pull in. And so something comes up. Abraham Hicks, a collective energy source channeled by Esther and written much about by Esther and Jerry Hicks is all about the law of attraction. And you can search LOA and Abraham and hear hours upon hours about it and gain insights and wisdom for days on end. It can be soothing and aligning for some, or it can grate on your nerves if you're not in the right frame of mind to receive it. I've heard people say, oh my gosh, they interrupt a lot which is kind of funny because I find them soothing. I find it interesting to hear what they have to say. So I'm going to read you an article from them called, How Do You Feel? Let Your Emotions Be Your Guide. It's a Hay House article, and I found it on HealYourLife.com. Your emotions let you know how much source energy you are summoning in this moment by virtue of the desire you hold in this moment. They also let you know whether your preponderance of thought on the subject matches your desire or matches the absence of your desire. For example, a feeling of passion or enthusiasm indicates that there is a very strong desire focused in the moment. A feeling of rage or revenge also indicates that there is a very strong desire. However, a feeling of lethargy or boredom indicates very little focused desire in the moment. When you really, really want something and you're thinking about your desire and feeling pleasure from the thought, your thought vibration is now in alignment with your desire and the current from your source 
is flowing through you toward your intended desire with no restriction or resistance. We call that allowing. But when you really, really want something and are feeling anger or fear or disappointment, that means you are focused upon the opposite of your desire and in doing so you are introducing another non-matching vibration to the mix. And the degree of negative emotion that you're now experiencing indicates the degree of your resistance to receiving your desire. When emotions are strong, whether they feel good or feel bad, your desire is strong. When emotions are weak, your desire is not so strong. When emotions feel good, whether they are strong or weak, you are allowing the fulfillment of your desire. When emotions feel bad, whether they are strong or weak, you are in the state of disallowing the fulfillment of your desire. Your emotions are absolute indicators of your vibrational content. Therefore, they are the perfect reflection of your current point of attraction. They help you know in any moment whether or not you are currently allowing the fulfillment of your desire. You may believe that you cannot control your emotions, or you may believe that you should control your emotions, but we would like you to approach your emotions in a different way. It is our encouragement that you pay attention to how you feel and allow your emotions to be the valuable indicators they are. When the fuel gauge on your vehicle indicates that the tank is empty, you do not criticize the indicator. You receive the information that has offered you and you do something about adding more fuel to your tank. Similarly, a negative feeling is an indicator that your current choice of thoughts has you offering a vibration that is so out of harmony with your source energy that you are currently disallowing your full connection to that energy stream. You could say your tank is approaching empty. Your emotions do not create, but they do indicate what you are currently attracting. If your emotions are helping you know that your choice of thoughts is not taking you in the direction that you desire to go, then do something about that. Replenish your connection by choosing better feeling thoughts. Much has been written about the power of positive thought, and we are certainly proponents of that. No better guidance has ever been offered to our physical friends than the words, follow your bliss. For in the steady reaching for bliss, you must surely align with the energy of your source. And in that constant alignment, your well-being is certain. But when you find yourself engulfed in circumstances that cause you to offer a vibration that is far from that of bliss, then reaching for bliss is an impossible thing, for the law of attraction does not allow you to make that vibrational jump any more than you could have tuned your radio receiver to 101 FM and heard a song that was being played on 6.30 AM. You have the ability to direct your own thoughts. You have the option of observing things as they are, or of imagining them as you want them to be. And whichever option you choose, whether you are imagining or observing, is equally powerful. You have the option of remembering something as it actually occurred or imagining it as you, pro- as you would prefer. You have the option of remembering something that pleased you or remembering something that did not please you. You have the option of anticipating something you want or anticipating something you do not want. In every case, your thoughts produce a vibration within you that equals your point of attraction. And then circumstances and events line up to match the vibrations that you have offered. So that's quite an article about choosing our thoughts and how our vibrations extend out and pull in what we want, right? 
for me, it, what really stood out was tuning our radio receiver to a certain station and hearing a song from a different station. But does that mean that we attract bad things into our experiences because we vibrated at a certain level? What if we find ourselves having a negative life experience, like a narcissistic partner, and we want to keep our vibrations high? Abraham offers insights into these types of questions because they're bound to come up for some, if not all of us who have been impacted by these types of experiences when we're first learning on our life journey. And they say one of the most exciting things about being beginning the process of deliberately focused thought is that the law of attraction will bring you evidence of your improved thought immediately. And while old thought patterns may be hard to break and you may slip back into those old patterns from time to time, the evidence of your effort will be undeniable to you. So one of the traps of law of attraction is to fall into all or nothing thinking. If I haven't attracted it into my life by now, I must not be vibrating correctly. Remember how I was careful to share that there is no wrong way to construct your vision board? Same is true for the law of attraction. If you get so indoctrinated that you feel you have to keep your vibration a perfect match for joy and happiness and unconditional love that in any time you feel something, you feel less than perfect, it's a trap and a foothold for perfectionism, a space where you can get lost in toxic positivity, numbing out the negative, or glossing over anything that doesn't fit with your idealized version of what you want life to look like. Circumstances are still going to happen that rock you out of bliss and zen, but who you are and what you believe about yourself and your capabilities and the world around you will come back to baseline, will keep you centered and grounded and shape how you react to those circumstances. Making a choice to reach for a better feeling thought or decision isn't always easy for someone who didn't have good things offered to them in the beginning stages of life. But our emotional guidance system, or emotional GPS as I've heard it referenced, can be a lifesaver. It can help to show us safety, refuge, a life that we will enjoy versus a nightmare that we will select because it's familiar. That's part of the process of growth that I believe is soul growth, moving beyond the mind. Because the mind wants what is familiar. It likes what it can predict. The rational, okay, at least he doesn't hit me. If I just get dinner perfect and behave this way, sort of justifying staying in the bounds of acceptable behavior, but never feeling seen or fulfilled in your romantic relationship. I formed my belief about losing my current marriage because I did end up getting divorced after my subconscious believed that my first two marriage partners were not ready to grow with me and were not a match for the level I was getting to through personal development. I've learned now that the brain actually does go through physiological changes when in negative environments for prolonged amounts of time that it gets used to living in fear, especially if there were toxic environments formed all the way back in the womb, in developmental stages of growing up, being exposed to violence. All of these situations make a person more likely to ignore red flags and end up in an abusive relationship, and when it does happen, they can get stuck in a vicious cycle. It's the law of attraction at work in a negative sense. And it can be extremely dangerous for a victim to leave. 
In fact, it's 10 times harder to break the addiction of a narcissistic relationship than that of heroin because the chemical reactions are constantly reactivated throughout all the cells in the body. But one can choose to make changes and continually make those choices and do things differently and with support and determination make the changes necessary to shift their lives in the direction they are meant to go. What feels good to your soul, your intuition, lines up with your gut and your heart and allows you to feel safe and in congruency with what you truly want without feeling negative toward anyone else and consistently allowing yourself to say yes to these choices and it will align you in the direction you're supposed to go. Remember the strength of our emotions and what we desire is what calls things in for us. How tuned into source we are. If you're bored and scrolling on your phone, you're not going to be a manifesting maven, sorry. It's got to be a driving force, a burning desire, a knowing that you will do something different or repelling, compelling reason to shift away from something that is going on in order to change the situation and attract what you want. It can be challenging and take up more emotional bandwidth 